Okay. A Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Ghost. Why? Why what? Why is that what you went to? Because that's what Shaggy does. Ghost Scoob. I understand that it's what Shaggy does, but we said Gucci Mane before you did that. Well, who's the most... So, so just anytime you hear a, a guh sound, you think a shaggy? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost. All right. So, Uncle Rob, I've got news. What's the news? All right. This is this is probably a bad idea for me to be doing this this close to my sound equipment. Why? What are you about to do? But, but here we go. Pop. Congratulations, Uncle Rob. We're an international hit. We're an international multinational. hit. Multinational. Pouring that bubbly. What is the, oh, what is, is the other is nation? This is really flat bubbly. I, I know about one nation. What's the other nation? So, obviously, um, America, you guys are great, and you've given us some, some good downloads, but you got someone on your tail. Or should we say above you your tail? Well, do you hear that? What's that? Hello, governor. That's a big Ben ringing. <laughs> oh, and do you feel that, that cool whisper from the north? It's whispers of some hockey oh, songs. Oh, Canada. They're here to tell you what it's all about. <laughs> and then I'm not going to do an impression of uh, of our Japanese listeners. You're my favorite dozens of listeners, Jap- J- Japan. Japan. So to you, I will just say... A Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. Now all of our British and Canadian uh, <laughs> listeners are gonna hate us. Because well. we did bad impressions of them. And I'm not saying I should have said... Oh, look at me. I'm from America. There, now we're all even. <laughs> I'm big, I'm fat wasteful and, and fat. Big, fat, and stupid. I'm an American. <laughs> okay, now we'll, we'll, we've offended everyone. There we go. <laughs> but yeah... We, um, I know we've got so many Canadians now. It's crazy. Yeah, I told we, we're across the pond. We're in the north. What's where? So the Atlantic is called the pond. What's the Pacific called? Are they not just all ponds? Mm, I, I guess maybe it is. So we're across the other pond. <laughs> I mean, we're across the pond and then just a long trip. Yeah. Yeah, but seriously, we've gotten so much support it's astonishing within this last week or two weeks by the time you're hearing this i mean it's not astonishing so we just we're great so... <laughs> we just want to thank you guys so much for all your support and spreading the word for real we don't know anybody out there that's canadian beyond I know, canadian I know japanese canadian. english that's it yeah so thank you guys so much it means the world to I guess all three of us. Josh is over there all smiles. Yeah. He's, he's smiling. I don't know why so, he's smiling. So Josh says thank you. Oh, boy, Josh. You and your fucking soundboard, Josh. <laughs> why did we give him a soundboard? I don't know. Why? It'd be more use on my end. I'm the one that needs to interact with it. Yeah. But for some <sighs> reason, we gave him the job we're helping one out. of these he's gonna he's gonna be at your house one of these days we're helping him out to get a degree right that's what the internship is yeah this i is mean that's probably why he's him. happy because he he's happy because the more listeners the more likely he is to eventually one day get paid oh no josh you're getting fired one of these days <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying why he's happy count your that's blessings boy <laughs> Does he look sad now? Did I make him sad? Nah, he's zoned out. Bastard. So, do you want to start the show? Shart the show is what I just said. Would you like to start the show, Uncle Rob? I'm going to shart the show. Josh, give me one of them sound effects again. (laughs) Here we are, and Rob's your uncle. This is a disclaimer about your Uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen, 
sometimes not. So how are you doing, Uncle Rob? I am doing good. I'm excited to record this episode. I was told that we've got a, a couple of fun calls just from no, people. I didn't tell you that. Not from not calls. Oh, emails from people <laughs> that we've never that are different from others that we usually get. Yeah. So I'm excited I mean, to hear them. And I'm excited to I mean to obviously help everyone so now out. at this point. In a funny way, but also yeah. in a good way, too. Maybe a bad way. Yeah. Who knows? We'll, uh, we'll see where the wind takes me. Yeah, so most of our questions this time, well, in the past, they've all been like solicited from people we knew, obviously, because we weren't launched yet. So yes. now we've actually got some questions. Yay! We've already got that sound effect. Oh, I'm not going to play it so you don't have to be quiet. Oh, okay. Let's start these questions, baby. Yeah. Yay, questions. So, I think I'm actually going to start with the one across the pond. Well, stop saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and something else that I wanted to mention. Um, Rob and I made the decision that we're going to we're going to try and preserve your guys's anonymity so we know that we're going to get some personal questions so unless you unless you want me to say your name for some reason i will not be i'll be making up some sort of name yes so and i'll be thanking that some sort of name because i don't see the real name <laughs> no i keep all the questions secret so if you Rob. recognize the question but don't recognize the name it's probably you so our first question comes to us from Reginald Vell Parsnip. <laughs> um, from Family Matters? It's... <laughs> no, Parsnip, not Johnson. Oh, okay. Uh, his question is, I have an issue. I am about to come to a major crossroad in my life. I am living in London and I have two choices. I can either go to Oxford, which I got a late acceptance to, which is something I've always dreamed about for a graduate degree and something I find very interesting. Policy analysis. Or I can move with my writing partner to L.A. and become a screenwriter, which is what I love. But my writing partner and his flatmate were just offered the opportunity to write an upcoming Netflix original. They both have asked me to come with them and join with them on the project. My lease in London is up in September. And I have saved up a good amount of money, but if I move to L.A., all of that vanishes. If I stay in London for studies, I may never never had the chance again. What should I do? Hold on, I'm Googling policy analysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this champagne is very, very flat. Was that actually champagne? <laughs> that was actually champagne. <laughs> I thought it was the sound effect that we gave Josh. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Ugh, this is very old, warm champagne. Okay, so I kind of get what policy analysis is. I'm probably going to mess it up, but um, basically policy analysis for anyone who doesn't know what it is, like me, and maybe Tyler, if he didn't Google it before... Uh, it looks like it's something that you use as like that civil servants use and people in government or public administration. Uh, they use to they take a policy and see how it will uh, achieve a given set of goals that they are trying to get. So it looks like it's probably the opposite of what he's going to do <laughs> in L.A. Yeah. Um, Reginald, I... <laughs> If they're asking you to, so they're your friends are writing a pilot for Netflix, a TV pilot, or I, like a movie pilot. I guess there's no such thing. Never mind. It's a TV pilot. <laughs> well, it's 
he didn't say that it was a pilot. He said they were offered the opportunity to write an upcoming Netflix original. So, I mean, it could be just a straight movie or it could be a pilot. Okay. And they have to move to to L.A. for that? Why can't... Yeah. He, um... Well, I think they just want to because they've been offered this opportunity. Right. So they want to be they... closer to the biz. So, if they are offering to have you join them to write the the Netflix original... I'd say fucking take it. I'd say take it because, I don't know. I mean, it just depends. You, he, he said that he finds the policy analysis very interesting. and like. But he loves screenwriting. He, he said he loved screenwriting? Yeah, he says he can move to L.A. with his writing partner to become a screenwriter, which is what I love. Okay, so yeah, do screenwriting. Because here's the thing. If you move to America and you are a born a UK citizen and you've got that sweet accent. Yeah. Accents are going to make everybody more famous. That is a money maker. We've talked about this so many times that it's so disappointing. Neither of us have an accent because you just get famous. Yeah. Like the thing, like, I mean, in, in my opinion, like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. He's a, he's a decent actor, but he just became famous overnight. Because he's a British. Uh, I mean, but his starting was on BBC stuff. So I don't know. But if it that's was on Sherlock true. and it became like a huge hit. How many Sherlock? Okay. How many Sherlock things have you have you watched in, in your time? None of them I, have I'm ever saying, really been I'm that saying good. He be, I'm saying yes, that makes sense for here. But I don't think it makes sense for the fame and the success of Sherlock in London or in yeah, but he was Europe on Sherlock, and then now he's Doctor Strange. He's smog. He's... Where he should have still been British. <laughs> he's he's way goof that one. The imitation game guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he was good in that one. I mean, he's a good actor, but I think that I want to. I really think that his success is that he's British. <laughs> I mean, he's an angular British man. I just, I'm just saying, having an accent from a foreign country in the United States is just, and being in the showbiz business, you're doing great. I, I just look at all of the actors nowadays. They're all Australian. They're all British. They're all doing an American accent when they're all, when they're doing <laughs> our movies, which I'm fine with because yeah. they're good actors, but. Or they're beautiful because they're from Australia. Yeah, or they're beautiful because they're from Australia. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. And here's the thing. Do the screenwriting with your friends for the Netflix. See if you can see if you can talk to Oxford. I don't know how that all works. If you could do like a deferred like admissions thing and then like defer your your first classes for a couple years or like a year or so. And see if it actually works out for you. Because, I mean, yes, Oxford is obviously a really good school. But this might But I mean, be... if you feel like you're never going to have a chance again, you're never going to have a chance again to, again to beat the screenwriter is what you feel. You didn't say that you necessarily feel that way about going to school. Yeah. If this falls apart, if you, if you don't make it after this Netflix thing then, I mean, a couple years down the road, you can still pick up on policy analysis. Like, yeah, even if it wasn't at Oxford, somebody's going to want you. Some They need that stuff to be in existence. Yeah. So It's never going away. Like, Government's going to be here to stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until we're run by our, our robot overlords. But <laughs> or, I mean, like, if if you've got something in that field, even if it's just, like, a writing gig for, like, you're not writing screen stuff, but you're just uh, a legal writer or something now. Like, you can do that on the side until you've got yourself off the ground in Hollywood. Or, if you're really good at, at multitasking, go to Oxford and write the screenplay. I mean, look at... Uh, Franco? Franco did. He went to, like, five yeah. different schools while also being a, a regular character on a soap opera and writing movies for, <laughs> for himself. <Yeah. laughs> like... You can do it. I believe in you. I think you should do both. We believe in you, Reginald. I believe in you, Reginald. So I think our next question comes to us from Vanessa Slim Jim. Vanessa Slim Jim. I think I'm going to go with a, a 
food theme for these names this week. Okay. We're starting off strong with the food themes. <laughs> All right, Vanessa Slim Jim. Let's hear Vanessa what you writes. Got. Hello, boys. Thank you. I'm really enjoying the show so far. Keep it up. I am a lesbian, but I wouldn't necessarily say I fit the look of a lesbian. My grandpa is leaving me a lot of money, but my problem is he thinks I'm just going through a rebellious stage. And he's told me that if I continue this behavior, I'm out of his will. I've never told him I was gay, but he somehow found out I was dating a girl. I'm single right now, but I have, I've dated men in the past. I've just never really been sexually attracted to them. So my question is, do I date men until my granddad kicks it and leaves me my five zeros? Or should I be true to myself and sacrifice the money? Holy shit, five zeros is a lot of money. Yes, it is. Okay, so... <laughs> Five zeros is a lot of money. Being true to yourself is great, but... <laughs> <laughs> do you have to date, like, is he being like, I want to see that penetrating? Like, do you have to date until your granddad kicks it? Can't I mean, you just live that single life? Live the single life? Honestly, get a... A, a poisoner's fake, kit? That's what I was thinking. Boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just have someone that's in on the deal with you. You're going to have five zeros worth of money. Tell him you give him like 500 bucks. <laughs> okay, you don't need to be shysty. You can give him more than... You can oh, be I'm like, just... I'll give you 10 grand yeah. if you... <laughs> Shit, yeah. Five zeros. Give him 10 grand. Be, have him be your fake boyfriend for a couple years until... Granddad's living a little longer than you're expecting. All right, you get you get engaged. Like you go get a fake ring, and if everyone you, and if and if like everyone else in your family's cool with it, just let them in on the secret, so that like if you do get engaged, no one else is disappointed. You can take this. <laughs> you can take this. Well, I mean, you can still pull it off. If it's like, well, it's I I realize this isn't for me, and like this is who I am. And if they aren't down with it after you tell them that. Fuck them. I'm just saying, you can pull the wool over Grandpa's eyes and still... Or the pillow over his face. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) We do not condone murder. No, I don't condone murder. I just condone blackmail and threatening. You don't have to kill Grandpa. Just be like, hey, this is who I am. Listen. Write me out of your wheel. See what happens. Well... If he writes you out of the will and then you kill him, you still don't get the money. <laughs> That's a bad plan. I mean, right, the fine. threat the threat is good, but, I mean, it depends on how... So take up calligraphy classes. It depends get good on at forging his handwriting. how all there uh, Grandpa is. If grandpa's, if grandpa's not all there in the head, maybe you could threaten him and just scare him to keep you in the will. Or yeah. I don't know. I think I think playing a big, big long con on 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 Grandpa <laughs> is just. I think that's good. That's a. That's that's a hell of a man. I wish I could yeah. be that lucky. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Real. Five five zeros. Even if it's just a hundred grand, <laughs> like yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, Vanessa. Uh, hey, Vanessa. There's, hey, there's Vanessa. Your <laughs> I'll be your fake boyfriend. <laughs> I'm cool with uh, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Tyler's married, but I'm single. I, I can pretend. Should I take $500? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Megan wants me out of the house like a couple nights a week. I, I can do it too. <laughs> I'll just, I mean, I'm, I don't know where Vanessa's from. So, I mean, we could just be long distance and just... we. It, we can show her the text, show grandpa the text back and forth. I mean, I can be cute as fuck if you want. <laughs> <sighs> Uncle Rob, cute as fuck. Uncle Rob, cute as fuck. <laughs> that's the <laughs> Is that on your resume? No, that's that's the that's the scouts saying for this <laughs> cute as fuck. Are you cute as fuck? <laughs> so, uh, Uncle Rob, do you Speaking of uh, bringing in that money. Yeah. Do you got a job for us to speak? Oh, yeah. Get a job. Get a job. Get a job. 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 
This is going to be for any of our, our scouts out in Santa Monica, California. This job is a resort, pool, and beach attendant. Who wants to be a pool boy out there? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into this. All righty. The JW Marriott is part of Marriott. I don't want to read all of that. That's a big, long thing. <laughs> Too long. Didn't read. <laughs> That's um, how hip Uncle Rob is. I'm... <laughs> um, I will just say, so this is a pool boy job where you have to uh, wait on guests when they come into the hotel. It's a resort. And okay. they come in. And you have to direct guests to the pool area or give them access to the private beach. It is your job to promote a fun and relaxing atmosphere for guests in all recreational areas by expressing an upbeat and enthusiastic attitude. Chill out in the sun with the island vibes. <laughs> there's also a fitness center that you'd have to watch over. So there's probably some treadmills and... Shit, this pool boy sounds like a goddamn manager. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Um, you have to assist them with like, uh, beach equipment and like towels and stuff like that. If, if anyone needs a drink, like if they want, if they want, uh, food services or poolside service, uh, you have to go, you don't have to get the drink for them, but you have to go get like a waiter for them. <laughs> so <laughs> is there anything about actually cleaning the pool? No, I don't think, um, you have to help with you have to assist the spa housekeepers uh with pool and beach laundry and then that's something and it says including but not limited to folding and stocking clean towels as well as retrieving and dropping off used towels in designated housekeeping area to be laundered okay it does say maintain beach pool fitness center lock men's locker room areas and assist spa housekeepers with light cleaning so it doesn't talk about like you're gonna be skimming the pool mm, i mean it's probably part of that job but they i bet they only skim the pool once a day unless there was a big <laughs> and there's unless there's a code brown code brown based on what this this job is it, it just seems like you're there to help guests at the at the thing you it looks like it's a little bit of like a lifeguard as well maybe yeah. like a lifeguard's assistant it's sure. also a little bit of a waiter, and you're helping clean, blah, blah, blah. The getting a waiter is kind of something weird. Like, I mean, I'll I'll reveal a little bit of my privilege. Um, my wife's parents have a place down in Florida, and it's on this resort. And, like, they have people like this who are walking around the pool all day, and they're, they're helping out. They're stocking towels and stuff, but they're actually also the waiters. Like, they're actually taking the orders, and you're giving them tips. That's the shitty thing about this job, kind of, Uncle Rob. Yeah, they don't get tips. Yeah. They might. I mean, they might get tips. It just says um, compensation, $15.66 an hour with increase per Santa Monica minimum wage. So if Santa Monica's minimum wage ever increases, they get... So it looks like it's minimum wage. So they're probably not making tips. Okay. Um, I realized that I was just kind of dunking on this. So I'm going to turn this around. How do we get this job and make it fun as hell? Yes. What do we do so that people can get this job? My what? first piece of advice. <laughs> Please tell me <laughs> props. I thought about it, but I don't know how they work in. So my first piece of my first piece of advice <laughs> Conga lines. Conga lines. Oh yeah. I mean, like so, you got to be the fun beachside attendant. Yeah, there should be a there should be an hourly conga line. I think it should be on the hour. You just yell out two o'clock conga. Who ready to party? And here's the secret: it goes all the way till three o'clock congo. Congo? Huh? Congo. Yeah, it goes all the way to the three o'clock Congo. That's the the beachside restaurant. Got it. The three o'clock Congo. It's it's three o'clock somewhere. It's, that's what they say. That's what that's the saying. <laughs> it's three o'clock somewhere. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the Congo. I think I have been saying Congo this whole time. Yeah, I know. 
Oh, whoops. <laughs> Hourly conga lines. So what else can we do? I'm thinking you need to... It doesn't say anything about like special folding of those towels, but I don't know if if any of you have been on a cruise, but those the towels that they fold into the fun animals and stuff are the best. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they need to... They, that needs to happen at any type of resort where someone is bringing you towels. Listen, you're going to be stocking towels a lot more because you're not going to be able to fit as many on a shelf. But... True, but <laughs> they need to be they need to be all animals. I think that that provides the guests a lot more enjoyment. And if you're doing a good job, that means the bosses will like you. Maybe, maybe you're maybe you're they're giving you something on the side. Yeah. A little. A little, a little, little side money, some mad money to to spend on at the hotel bar. And if not, just like you go back to the bar and you, you oh, dip also, your beak a little bit. You, yeah. You also, they need wet. to be. I mean, I assume because it's a resort, and you want to be fun and upbeat. I mean, they got to be sneaking drinks all day, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Rob, that I I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. You you pop that register. You just you get a little taste. Oh. <laughs> that, but also sneaking drinks. Oh yeah, day. I mean that's what's gonna give you the courage to do it. Yeah, <laughs> sneaking drinks all day, sneaking a, a a hundo from the till every once in a while. Yeah, it's it sounds like a sweet gig. I mean, California is expensive. <laughs> from what I hear from other podcasts, it, it that is I very to. expensive. <laughs> Yes, it is very expensive. I I think that you also need a fun swimming suit. I'm guessing... I'm assuming they have a, a uniform, Uncle Rob. Yeah, I'm guessing they have a uniform. But Oh, but when you're the lifeguard... If there's a point where you have that. to... If there's a point where you have to jump into that pool, you're ripping yeah. that uniform off. And underneath... Oh, something underneath, else you can do here. Sorry, Borat, Borat Mankini. <laughs> oh, see, now my thing is weird. Because <laughs> I was going to say you got to cause a reason for you to need to jump in this pool. So you slip a kid a fiver. But okay. now that you're in a Borat Kini, <laughs> this just got weird. Yeah, if you're in a Borat Kini, <laughs> Borat So you pay, you pay a grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Also be Sasha Bear But like, I I mean at this type of resort, I think you're gonna need to you need to get used to kids. You're gonna need to be able to flirt with the grannies. Flirt with the grannies, for sure. Do not flirt with anyone else except for the grannies. That is it. Yes. The yes. grannies won't say anything if you're crossing a line. The anyone grannies will else love it. will will say something if you cross that line. You know who's gonna be there? Nana. It's- Nana's gonna be there. <laughs> she just got off this off the off the waves surfing and jumping <laughs> sharks. <laughs> she's carrying a shark. She yeah. went out there and slayed a shark, and then she's doing she a hang ten on the on nose it. of her board. She, she surfed carrying the a shark. shark back. No, she got on top of that shark. Oh, and she used it so as she a just surfboard. ditched her board. Yeah, yeah. She's, who needs, she's got mad money, so she doesn't need to worry the, about the board. Who needs a board when you have a shark? Is she gonna like fiberglass the shark so she can keep riding it? Hell yeah, that's Nana's That'd be board sick now. Sick as hell. Are we doing an Are You Nana again? <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that you think that's good? I think that I think that with with I our think, advice, I think we gave good ways to make the job fun. But like, do we need to talk about how to get the job? Does it sound difficult to get? I'm guessing it's a minimum wage job. I think that you could walk off. Out, uh, okay, wait. First, first off. I'm not trying to body shame anyone, okay? But no. you should uh, lift some weights. You want to get the biceps at least there. Maybe some abs. Not because, like, you want everyone to are like an, like an Adonis. Yeah, no, no, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck it? Yeah. I think if, if, like, there's a 300-pound pool boy who's going around starting... A Congo to the true, true. <laughs> At three o'clock, I'm gonna be so happy. 
I would too, actually. Yeah, fuck being an Adonis. You know what? Go to the store, get some Oreos, baby. <laughs> <laughs> or do whatever you want to do. Like Yeah. But another key is, in the interview, you got to start that conga line. True. You have to call out the. You have to tr- call out the conga line. You. So let's say you're on the phone with the guy who you're going to do the interview with. And they're like, oh yeah, hey, 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 Charles. Uh, when when can you come in for the interview? And you just be like, you slyly say, "How's eleven fifty five sound?" Uh, that's a weird time, but um, yeah, I guess you can come in at eleven fifty five. I'll <laughs> I'll see you then. Then you introduce then you sneak yourself. Into the resort. Hi, I'm Charles. Nice to meet you. <laughs> no, 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 Uncle Rob. Okay. You you get into this resort first. That five minutes ahead of time, you gotta get you gotta do some some like working. You gotta sneak in there, steal a uniform. You start this conga line before you even work there, and you walk that conga line right into the interview. True. Hello. Yes. Here's my job application. Sorry, I'm late, but I was <laughs> rallying up some fun folks. This is me being fun and relaxing. <laughs> this is my up at upbeat and enthusiastic attitude. <laughs> Perfect. I Perfect. think we got the job. We did. Good luck, so, Santa Monicans. Now, once you've got that job, I've got yeah. another segment I wanted to introduce here. Okay. Because I want you to be able to keep that money. Mm-hmm. You need to stay safe out there. Yeah. So I saw I saw a concerning article. And don't put and your don't put your mooching uh, grandchildren into your will. <laughs> That's my first <laughs> advice for this. No, I'm not talking about you, Vanessa. Don't worry. Hit me up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of of grannies, um, I saw kind of a concerning article the other day, Uncle Rob. Okay. It was an article by AARP that Great. said that was talking about how to con. AARP how to, was? Yes. I'm not shitting you. They have an Question. article called How to Con. Tyler, I have a fir- my I have I have a first question about this. I, okay. I want I, wh- <laughs> Why are you reading things on AARP? Well, okay, You're so not yes, close to 65. <laughs> I am not close to 65. So this originally started because, um, a little background, um, I accidentally conned a video game system company. Yes, it was an accident. We'll call them X-Station. X-Station... Endo. Endo. X-Station Endo. You. (laughs) Because I, I I may have I I bought a video game. I'm speaking quietly because they can't hear me when I'm this yeah. quiet. Yeah, you can whisper. So, so I'm gonna I talk bought, loud. So, well, don't talk over me. They won't hear me. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> what were you saying? I can't hear you. <laughs> so I bought a video game, and then I realized I bought it on the wrong card, and they, I I called them up. And I was like, hey, I actually made the purchase on the wrong card. Can you refund this? Or can you switch cards for me or, like, refund it? And they're like, yeah, uh, we can do this as a one-time thing. So we'll, like, uh, we'll refund it. And then, yeah. And and I was like, all right, am I going to have any trouble purchasing it again on my new card? And they're like, no. But I haven't been able to purchase it yet. But the refund has been made. So I just have my place, my X station nendo off <laughs> and or you I have, have it off the, wi-fi I wi- yeah i have the wi-fi off and i just have the game because i'm worried that they're gonna figure it out if i put the wi-fi on <laughs> <laughs> so i accidentally conned them and so it then, wasn't it wasn't that he turned the the wi-fi off to to make sure that they couldn't get to take the game back from him it's that they he has his Wi-Fi off because he just regularly he doesn't ha- he doesn't have the online services for that system, so he doesn't have it on. Correct? Or did you purposely? <laughs> you know what? It's entrapment if they uh, try and bring me down. So no, I purposely turned it off. 
So it wasn't quite an accident. <laughs> well, no, it was it was an accident that I haven't bought it because I can't. It's on purpose that I haven't turned that I turned the Wi-Fi off so I didn't have to buy it now. <laughs> You're a criminal. Yeah, and that's what I'm here for. I'm going to teach you. Well, okay, so I'm going to teach you how to protect yourself from con artists or confidence artists. And uh, is that what con is? Yeah. Oh. So, so this is why I I was looking up articles about con artists, and then I came across this article from AARP, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Wait, question: Is it yeah. teaching? Is it teaching uh, our our retired? citizens of america to con like their insurance companies into like paying the shit for them <laughs> because that sounds great i i don't i don't know i didn't read too much into it because i was like this isn't for me but yeah. it, it listed it listed off a couple of cons and i think it was i think it was actually i don't know why they named it how to con because i think it was actually like life hacks he, look, here's cons to look out for oh Okay. But they named it How to Con, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, AARP? <laughs> so they're doing um, they were they're doing the 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 AARP equivalent to clickbait videos and articles online. <laughs> <laughs> they're hoping that some old shysters are like, Oh yeah, back in my day I used to con a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I think in this segment I'm just gonna I'm gonna explain a con to you so you know what you're looking out for and uh, that's all I have to say to the dummies and all the smart people all you nerds out there that speak thieves can't get out of here we don't want you but seriously just like you can totally take this and use it on people yeah 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 but um, we do not condone conning people no not at all wink yeah we don't so but we our, don't. My my first con is the Virginia Bimboozled. Virginia Bimboozled. Yes. So this is going to be a con that's okay. going to require two different players. <laughs> so you you have your... You've been deep in this. you got all the lingo down, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're going to... Um, you're you're going to need a like a sexy lady or a sexy man and um they're going to be pretending to be a tour or a local a local and they're they're going to be going up to a tourist and they're going to ask them for directions like they assume that they're a local and when they when they get to talking they'll um they'll suggest that they they catch a cab together and they go they go to this bar this restaurant but then they get to this restaurant and your second player comes in and he's he's smoothing the situation and he hands this tourist a menu with more expensive prices on it and then this the sexy lady or the sexy man's ordering a bunch of expensive entrees and then at the end of the order they their card is declined and so they they're like i'm so sorry um if you just come with me to the bank if you pay this right now if you come with me to the bank we can we can totally get this worked out and uh yeah so he pays it and then she finds a way to bail and the man at the restaurant splits the money with virginia the extra money that he paid for these entrees because he had the more expensive menu okay i'm so, confused like un- uncle rob would you, would you like to role play this yes but i'm also confused. so you can be you can be the the victim okay i'll be the victim maybe this will help you out <clears throat> okay do I have to say yes? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I have to pretend to be a dummy. Yeah. Hey there. Uh, hey. Hey, do you know where Big Ben is? <laughs> yes, I do. Um,. I'm an American living in London. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's just a couple blocks this no, way. No, I, I I didn't mean the the tower. I'm talking about Big Ben's Burgers. 
Oh, Big Ben's Burgers. Um, yeah, I think it's just across the street from Big Ben. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, it's just a couple blocks this way. It's a short cab ride. Yeah. H- how would you like to go there with me? Oh, I am a little hungry. I haven't eaten yet today, and it's getting close to lunchtime. I could do that. I had him on the hook. He was right there in my palms. Sounds great. All right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go. Uh, I'll, I'll call a taxi cab. here. <laughs> oh, it's already Hop here on before I called him. <laughs> oh, thank you. Where are we headed, folks? Are you from America too? <laughs> We're going to Big Ben's Burgers. Sounds great. <laughs> here we are. That'll be fourteen thirty-two. Oh, I've got it. Thank mm. you. That's very kind of you. And good day to you, miss. I'm a man. <laughs> Not you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Get out of here, creepy cabbie driver. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome to Big Ben's Burgers. Oh, we got a lot of nationalities here that aren't British. Uh, I recognized Virginia right away. I wink. Oh, uh, hello, Franz. How are uh, you today? Yeah, I guess a table of two. I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, right this way. Okay, cool. Thank you. Can I get a menu? I'm hungry. Man, so hungry. Oh, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I handed him the, the menu. It had the wrong prices. <laughs> Thank you, Franz. Um, oh, wow. This place is really expensive. Oh, don't worry about it, sweetie. I've got it. Oh, you're a very nice tourist. You would think that if you're if you're on vacation, you would want to be saving your money for your own stuff, but you're treating a local like me really nicely. Thank you. Oh, I think we got this roleplay backwards, but I'm a very generous. Oh, I'm the tourist. Well, well earning woman that lives in London. That that lives wherever it makes sense for the roleplay. I don't know what makes sense for the roleplay. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Okay. Oh, man, I am stuffed. Yeah. I I ate, like, three steaks, two lobster tails. I had, like, ten beers. Man. Thank I you had, for buying all of that, by the way. And I had two of all of those. Nice. Yeah, yeah we ate a lot. We're a bunch of big, fat piggies. And here is your check. I'm very sorry, but uh, the the card was declined. Oh no! Oh, how embarrassing! Could listen? Could you? Could you possibly pay it, and we'll go? We'll go get you your money, and I'll repay you right away. I don't know why this is happening. Probably because apparently I'm a tourist now, and my they don't know I'm in other country okay yeah here's my card thank you oh that went to right away have let's a good go day yeah, here are your mints would you like a oh, chocolate thanks. Oh, thank you thank luckily you. I had just read the UCB improv manual oh my I, I I'm giving birth oh I've got to go. You didn't look pregnant at all. But I guess you Uh, are. Apparently I was. Uh, Got to run. All right. uh, How do I get a hold of you? I saw a vagina (sighs) sitting there. Shit, I think she's gone. I give her the money. I no longer know what accent I'm doing. And scene. 
Does that help you understand, Uncle Rob? No, it doesn't. I don't understand. <laughs> we'll so get used require, to it. As, does, as we does, role play some more, we'll get in it. We'll like we'll, we'll absorb these characters. It'll it'll does, be fine. Does it require um, that the person pay cash at the restaurant? I I'm confused on how. So does the guy work? So do they have to? Does the does the accomplice have to work at the restaurant that they go to? Yes. Okay. So and then also, how does he charge the card for more than it actually is? I don't and, know. And it might not be card. Like it didn't actually specify that it was declined, but okay. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm saying like, what if? God, what why if do I I'm, keep drinking it? It's so bad. Drinking what? That's the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? What? But what if the what if the person wants to pay a uh, credit card or something? I guess like you that? take them to a place that has like cash only in the window or something. Oh, well, what if I don't have cash? Bunch well, of wasted then, time. Then you pick a different mark. Mm, true, but then who pays for the meal? No, you don't. You're just like, oh, you make up an excuse there. You don't take them in. Oh, so you're asking the person. You're asking the oh, person. Oh, I see oh, do what you you're saying. You have cash. I see what you're saying. Um, um, I don't know. Because I, I mean, there are some places that are cash only. But I mean, if the person doesn't have any cash, like, and they're trying to pay for a card. The system won't let you charge more for most systems nowadays. Don't let you charge more for something like you'd have to be like the owner of the restaurant yeah. to do that. I see what you mean. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I said, I'm just getting into my I'm getting my con legs now. So okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm working on it. For future reference, to help to help me understand, um, you should. Try to explain who the mark is a little bit better, because I still was very confused on who was the one, who was the one coming right. and who was noted. <laughs> okay. So, do we have any calls now, or are we doing more we, cons? We don't have. I'm not going to do any more cons. We're done with that. Okay. Uh, I I don't have any calls for us today, but I do have some more questions. Okay. Question time. So this question comes to us from Corncob. Corncob, thanks for writing. <laughs> so Corncob asks, <laughs> "What's the best way to get an <laughs> What's the best way to get an annoying squirrel out of the garage? It's driving me nuts." <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, honestly, Corncob. Best way to get an annoying squirrel out of your garage? Put some corn somewhere else. <laughs> Squirrels <laughs> love corn. Get the get the dried corn for him. Get a little squirrel feeder. He'll get out of the garage. Yeah. Give him food. That's all they want. That's what he's in there. He's probably picking through your garbage or something in there. True. Well, um, do they do that? Squirrels? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We used to have them all the time at my parents' and my mom's house. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, like they're, I mean, they're rodents. I mean, you got, we got, we had mice. We had, yeah, I've just, I just always squirrels, associated that with raccoons. I didn't think it was a squirrel thing. Yeah. They get in there. Uh, that's why we always had to feed them is so that they would stay out of the garage. I mean, they, I think they'd rather corn versus, uh, old pizza. <laughs> now, what if it's not this though, uncle Rob, like. What if there's other reasons like this? The squirrel's just like, this is the life of luxury. Uh, maybe. Maybe he's hibernating in there. Maybe he's, so finding, how, maybe he's made his nest in there. So how do we get him out? He keeps getting back in. I guess I don't understand why he's annoying. I mean, I can understand if he's getting into like the stuff and like making a mess, like actually tearing up the garbage or tearing up stuff. But if he's just living in there, I don't... Maybe he's just a racist. It could be. He could be a racist. He might not like any other things except for squirrels. Um, yeah. He's just saying a bunch of bigoted things. Yeah. Um, in that case, what what scares a racist way away more than anything else? You don't have anything, do you? 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you did. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. I know what scares a racist away. What? Props. <laughs> yeah, racists hate. The racists hate. Props. They hate prop comedy. They really yeah. do. So there's your answer, corncob. Props. Isn't, or, isn't Carrot Top like a kind of a famous racist? I think he might be. I feel like he might be. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. So our next question comes to us from Daniel Papusa. Daniel Papusa. What's a papusa? I know it's a food. <laughs> it's I don't know how to describe it though. Okay. I've just heard it referenced as food. Alright, Daniel Papusa. Daniel Papusa writes, Hey guys, about four months ago I hooked up with a guy. He and I only slept together once, but we texted up for a while. We texted for a while before and after. He told me that he wanted to be tied up because he wanted to explore some different kinks. I didn't really have a problem with it, so I went along with it. Some time went by where we didn't really talk, but last night he texted me saying he wants to try FinDom, which, if in case you don't know, is financial domination, where the sub sends the dom money. In short, he basically wants me to he wants to send me money to get off. The whole thing is very confusing to me, and it's new. Is is this even a real thing? Am I in the wrong letting him send me money? I feel like I'm just taking advantage of someone else exploring different sexual outlets. Thanks. A lot of financial questions going on. I know. This week. I know. Okay. So. So, so basically, he, like, the whole thing with financial domination is, like, you're it's not he's like sending him money to do sexual things he wants to just send him money so you have control over the finances and it's like a dirty thing of like i need this money but you have it and i can't get it back uh and you're just punishing me to do things until i so i can get this so money the person back. getting the so the person getting the money is it their money or do they have to save it for the person like is the person I, who gets the money get to spend that money I, th- I think it's like a, a thing of like high stress. So it's like, it, like you're I think worried it's meant, about if, if they're going to spend well, all I, of I your think, money. Yeah. I think and it that's going to get it, you it, off. It is their money. And I, I think you are actually giving them this money And the, like the whole reason of it is I could be wrong. So I, and if I am wrong, I'm very sorry if anybody's into this, like, it's just, I don't understand it. I've, Never I mean, had yeah, experience. I, I want to know what I don't, it is. I don't have money for this to be a fetish of mine. <laughs> if someone could, if someone could call in and tell us a little bit more about it, that'd be great. But we're gonna try to do our best but to I, answer this I, question right now. I believe that it's like you're you gave away all this money. You no longer have it, and now you're so stressed out about not having this money that it makes you get off your, to that. It it makes your nutting so much more enjoyable. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so that's the joy that the person who's giving the money gets. Now this, yeah. The, then now the sub gets money to spend. The, yeah, I, I think it's just like they well, get to spend the money I'm of not the sure other this, person. I'm not sure this other dude un- understands financial domination either. It sounds yeah, like this dude. I, it sounds like he doesn't like, understand it either, and like he, he doesn't he, understand if he should be spending the money or if like. No, I'm talking should... about the guy sending the money. I don't think he quite understands. I think he's just like, I send you money, and it makes my sex better, right? Is he pleasuring himself? You think, or do I, I you get, think I, that he sends the money and then they have sex? I don't. I don't think he, like, he doesn't talk about them getting back together to do it anymore. So I'm assuming it's either okay. with with someone else or this dude's in a relationship and it's like making that better or oh maybe he's because that's maybe usually, the guy that's what maybe the guy sending the money is in a relationship and yeah that's usually he has what like it is. a it's secret like, guy that he's sending the the money to right and that's so what's my, making him most of my knowledge of this actually comes from uh, the uh, the FX show you're the worst okay because one of the characters. Uh, does that has this whole thing in one of like an arc of the show 
So okay. like that's where most of my knowledge of this comes. And like the only reason I say I think it's usually like a mistress or somebody is because that's what it was in that case. That's I don't okay. have information beyond that. Okay. So honestly, to the question asker, uh, Papusa, um, you should just spend the money. <laughs> Am I wrong to say that? But I mean, if if, no, I if mean, the guy's getting off on it, you're yeah, doing what he he's wants. He's enjoying it. Like yeah. He's getting the he's getting his money's worth out of that. I mean, so, is it making yeah. you other than like not understanding if it's okay? Is it making you uncomfortable that he's doing this? If so, then yeah, don't don't accept it. Tell him you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, if don't. that if you're uncomfortable taking the money for his sexual pleasure, yeah, don't do that. But if you're fine with taking the money for his sexual pleasure, you're just not sure if you should spend the money or. I don't know, save the money for, for him or you just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I'm saying spend it. If 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 you're not I comfortable agree. with the situation, then you need to put a stop to it. But if if you're comfortable with the situation, then yeah. Go go get daddy a new Rolex. Go get <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you just found your own fetish. This is a double a double fin dom situation <laughs> you're using the fin dom money you're receiving to start your own fin dom fetish yeah send it to someone else send it to me <laughs> yeah we'll be your we'll be your dom <laughs> no we'll be your sub no the sub the sub is the one sending the money oh really yeah oh okay yeah we'll be your dom then <laughs> don't worry i got my dom jeans on my dumb <laughs> I've got my fuck jeans on. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that does sound like a weird, weird situation. I think yeah. that in even in my situation, if if it was me, I would even have. Uh, I would probably save the money for him just because I, <laughs> me personally, would be like, mm, this guy's gonna regret this. <laughs> like this person is going to. Not but I mean, like, it's not, it sounds like he's he's kind of just like he's a free spirit. He's trying out a bunch of different stuff. But if he's trying out so different he's, things, that means he's changing his mind pretty regularly about what he's into. So I personally, if I but knew, I mean, if I knew this what person, other, what other thing in the world is there that you can try it out and get it all back? Yeah, but I'm a nice person. <laughs> that's why. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> is that for this guy? If if someone was doing this to me, if this guy, if this guy, but he keeps treating this, he keeps treating the listener like a dom he wanted yeah. that that he wanted this dude to tie him up yeah so like if he's going to continue treating you like a dom you keep that damn money like true you're going to be the dom in this situation because you're going to keep this money be like but in, figure a out your shit. In, in other situations i mean he's also the i mean in the tying up the other guy still gets to you know have sex so I mean, in that situation with the tying up, there's there's two people getting pleasured there. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're getting pleasure out of the money, and this That's dude's true. getting pleasure from whatever he's doing. To himself. After, yeah, <laughs> or with another person. Also, how do you transport the money? Does he just, like, Venmo <laughs> That's what you? I was going to say. Does yeah, he just if you, Venmo If you're uncomfortable, just delete Venmo. <laughs> does, he, does he mail it to you like a check? And in the memo, it's just like sex money. <laughs> it just says for my dom and the O and dom is a heart. Is there like a dead drop where you just go check every day and look for like a manila envelope with like two grand in cash? There's got to, I, I imagine it has to be over the internet, right? It has to be probably. Should we All do right. one more? Yeah, let's do one more and then we can end. So our last question comes to us from Gerald Yakatori. Gerald Yakatori. Gerald writes, "Last weekend was my birthday. Happy I went birthday. out. <laughs> I went out and I got my swerve on with some sinner's water. I woke up the next day with a busted up face, a broken nose, and multiple scrapes. I work at a corporate job where this kind of thing is. It just won't look good. I can't really pass it off as a Fight Club incident. <laughs> I." So I need to come up with a good excuse that this isn't just I got drunk and I don't remember. Didn't in, in Fight Club didn't what's his face just say that he fell in the shower? <sighs> Maybe I was wrong. I don't know. See, see, here's the thing though, like about that kind of excuse. Like, where are the scrapes? 
Like, cause if you fell, you got rough, roll, rough washcloths. You got those little grippy things on the, <laughs> on the ground, which doesn't explain how you fell. <laughs> All right, there's holes in that story. We got to think of something else. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, if if you if you fell and you were aware of it, then you probably tried to catch yourself. So you're gonna have like scratches on your palms. Right. So like, it it can't just be like. I mean, can't can he just say that like he took up, um, like MMA or something? But then the scrapes won't make sense of if they if he has them on his palms. Hmm. Skateboarding. Yeah, I guess that's a possibility. But how'd you fuck up your eye? Skate. He tried to do a kickflip, and the skateboard <laughs> it's always kick just flip. went. We need to get a different trick. I don't know any of the skateboard tricks. Uh. He tried to do a, a, a Christ air and he raised it too high and hit himself in the face. Yeah. He tried to do a 900. I remember that from Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater 3. Oh, Robbie. Yeah, I think that you need to take up a skateboarder persona. You need to walk, in, you need to walk into work on Monday. You need to have no, no, no. skateboard. Not. Not walk in. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> you need to ride into work on Monday on that skateboard. Yeah, you need to be manualing the whole way into this bitch. So you're going to have to get some actual skateboard skills. Yeah. Take a week off. You could also just, That's the easy one. Take a week off. Oh, no, I meant take a week off and learn to skateboard. And then go get hurt again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that then you have a cover-up for the next time, because you're probably uh, going to make the decision again. Yeah, you're probably going to get drunk and start fighting people again. <laughs> I don't understand why he can't be beat up, like, at an office. Like, if I he mean, didn't... You, you don't want to explain it, like... Oh, then don't explain why, it. Why'd you, why'd you get in a fight? Like, no, he, he doesn't want to... Ex- he wasn't, like, representing the company when he was doing that, though. So why does it matter? I mean, we... You and I both work in office jobs, and I I wouldn't want to show up with a black eye and be like, oh, yeah, I got in a fight. Like, they're, they're still, like, you're not represent. I mean, actually, yes, you are. You're still, you're representing the company always. Because if somebody recognizes you, they can relate you to the company. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I think it's a little weird that you can't, if you got in a fight with someone that had nothing to do with work, I don't understand why you couldn't just go to work the next day. And one, if someone asked about it, you can just say, oh, it was just got a little rowdy last weekend. Nothing, nothing too bad. Nothing yeah, too it was crazy. just me and my board. I'm, I'm sticking with the skateboarding. And then if somebody's like, oh, but I saw you in a fight. Yeah, he, he broke my deck, man. Can you believe that? Yeah. I spent $30 on grip tape last week. I, I, I cut that deck from a tree. And hand built it. I was gonna fight him. That's a bad skateboard then. Why? Aren't skateboards because, wood? Yeah, but it, they're typically like multiple, like the yeah. very thin sheets, very very thin sheets of wood pressed together. That's why it took so long. <laughs> that was a handmade it's, board. It also it makes it a lot more impressive that this dude broke it. Well, he was he was a big guy. I mean, look at all these bruises. Clearly, yeah. he was huge. He broke it over my face. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky he I'm was, not in the hospital. He was wearing, he was wearing the trucks like brass knuckles. Yeah, he was <laughs> punching me with my trucks. <laughs> and then he rode off. He just popped the, he just popped the wheels onto his shoes like they're heelys, and then rode off. <laughs> I mean, I gotta admit. It was pretty dope that he did it, though. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm a little upset that I got in a fight. I mean, but I I'm fell unconscious happy. right after it. I'm more happy that I got to see that. It's the only part of the night I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I was blackout drunk as well. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to be blackout drunk. He could have fell unconscious. Come on, Uncle Rob. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for this week. That's it. So we'd like to thank, you know who we haven't thanked yet, Uncle Rob? Who? 
We'd like to thank Michael Metcalf for doing our disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you, you, Michael. Michael. <laughs> Possible future guest coming up. Yeah, we can have him do the intro live. <laughs> we haven't run that by him yet, but hopefully a possible guest soon. Um, yeah. We'd like to thank Josh Zelasco for doing our album artwork. The good Josh. Uh, you can, you can, yes, the good Josh. You can find all of his work at joshzelasco.com. We'd like to thank 11 Acorn Lane for doing Perfect, the song. I guess they already did it. It wasn't for us, but thank you anyway. Yeah. It's um, a good song. Good find. Yes. Uh, I'd like to thank Uncle Rob for doing the show with me. I'd like to thank Uncle Tyler. Nope. I'd like to thank Tyler. <laughs> All right. And thank, thank you, you guys so much for your support over the last two weeks. It means the absolute world to us. Yep. It's been it's been wonderful. It's been it's a wild ride. Wild it's it's been a good it's been a good first week and we've been feeling the love and it is great thank you so much i'm not gonna bother you guys with where you can find us um i'm just gonna say joey lawrence take us out baby whoa bye guys bye guys Great song. Five out of five songs. Ten out of ten woes.